0: Search for your podcast on Spotify or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey, everybody, Uh, welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Uh, Today's guest is uh, really, really special. Um, We actually met through a website called uh, auto trader and for those of you guys that don't know what that website is it's basically you go there to look for cars that you want to buy and i had a honda s2000 that i sold to um tanson and uh, Tansen bought the car that i've owned for over 10 years and uh, now he's enjoying it and driving it a lot more than i you know ever uh, could have driven during the time that i owned it um, but without further ado, let's welcome Tansen to the show. Tansen, thank you very much for tuning in. I know you're not feeling that well, but hope you're all right. No,
1: no, no. Good to be here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we we met through. Uh, it was kind of interesting, you know. I mean, I didn't really think that, you know. After, because like, I mean, I've sold a bunch of cars in my lifetime, and I I've never actually hung out with anybody that bought my car, but you're the first one that I've actually like kind of kept in touch with and kind of hanging out with, you know, getting dinner here and there. And so it's kind of unique. Yeah, well, unfortunately, not as much lately
1: because, you know, I'd love to come over and play on the sim as well oh, and yeah. in the garage yeah. and, you know, have fun with the cars. It's a little yeah. tricky now. Yeah. You know, the podcast is probably as
0: close as it gets right now, right? Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, I mean, you, you mentioned that you just started driving, you know, here and there, and the roads are empty, but, you know, I... How, how do you feel taking your car out and seeing like nobody on the road? How how do you feel about that? Well, on the freeway, first of all, S2000 is not really a straight-line, high-speed car. I, I I actually feel a little sketchy out there because you're the only car out there and then
1: <laughs> you have Priuses coming by at 90 or 100 or some people who don't know how to drive fast at higher speeds. But I feel like I'm trying to keep it around 80, 85 right now. Mhm.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. And then, you've you've actually never owned an S2000, right? Like, what actually made you feel like, you know, this is the car that you wanted to pursue or kind of go after? Well, to be honest, it was very spontaneous. I yeah. pretty much
1: sold my uh, Lexus SUV and uh, mm-hmm. had a job lined up in Europe. And while I was selling my Lexus SUV in the same parking lot, actually down Newport Back Bay, where a lot of people take you know shots of their cars there's a couple tuner guys hanging out with s2000 and i i pretty much didn't spend any time selling my car i I had my wife take over that and she pretty much did a great job with that sold it right then and there and uh, then just fell in love with the s2000 that was there first of all and the guy pretty much um you know treated it really well then there was another one that was almost too tuned up for me i mean i do like it like Pretty much as stock as possible, but then the upgrades that you really, you know,
0: mm-hmm. you know, want and need. So and then the guy was like, "Yeah, he bought it for a good price." And then at the same time, he put some money into it too too much. I think five grand in three months. Oh wow, that's so he a kind lot. Yeah. Wanted to get some money out of it, so he said, "Look on all the Trader, look around if you find anything
1: better." Mm-hmm. So that same day, pretty much your ad posted. I jumped <laughs> on it, saw your car. Fell in love and pretty much told you like
0: right away, like this is the car I want, you know. So, right, right. I Th- mean, so cherry, so perfect, and exactly what you want, you know. White S
1: two thousand AP one. I mean, with the AP two look, it doesn't get any better.
0: Yeah, that's like the best of. But yeah, that that was my goal. Like, I liked everything of the first generation, but then I liked the look of the second generation, and it, it took me a while. But then it, it transformed over the years. Um, yeah, but I'm glad that it's in your hands and you're you're enjoying it. Um, what's pretty funny was I thought that I don't know if you ever sold a car, but having somebody else like test driving it and showing it around is kind of like a little bit of a scary feeling. I don't know if you ever had that feeling before, but uh, but I'm glad that you know like you're the first you you actually no, you were the first one that saw it and then you bought it right away. So uh, that kind of you know it made me feel comfortable as going to like someone that actually is gonna appreciate and drive the car. So and I know how much love you put into it so I don't even yeah. think
1: you mind seeing it once in a while you know back in your garage yeah yeah and, then, and obviously you're a special character with good art and there's not many people like that around and then
0: you know just the enthusiasm I have it too of course um, you know maybe different focus. yeah it's a diff- scene, different different style <laughs> you know,
1: that enthusiasm yeah. the positivity yeah. is there and that's why it feels good to
0: connect with you man yeah and I remember like, I, I kind of I remember when you called me and you asked about the car and then, you know, like, you know when you sell stuff online and you sell your car, people call you all the time just to talk and then in the end, they just like, oh, okay. They give you some kind of like lowball offer. But you, you were talking and talking and I was just like, okay, hmm, this guy really loves to talk. And then at first I was like, hmm, is he serious? And then you came on, you came at 10 o'clock, like on time on a Saturday. And I'm like, wow, normally people are like a little bit late, you know, but you're actually like early, like a one or two minutes early. I was like, "Oh, this guy's probably really serious." <laughs> German timing, man. Oh, that's German right. Timing. That's true. That's true. German timing. <laughs> and you, y- you have any plans for the for the car? I mean, you have anything you wanted to do going uh, well, you know, the, the, that you know about is pretty much the, the the whole plan of it taking it to the Nürburgring. I mean, to mm-hmm. me.
1: That is also one of the most respected cars at the ring. I mean, as soon as you see S2000, like anywhere at the ring, which I've been to yeah. the last three years in a row, mm-hmm. it's pretty much like, wow, that is one of the best driving, handling cars out there, you know.
0: And right, right.
1: The reliability of the engine, too. I mean, you don't want to really just go out on one lap, and that, that's pretty, pretty much your only lap, which just happened to me, I think, last year. Um, you know, with the car breaking down, the clutch on the middle of the Nürburgring. Oh, man. And even the first year I ever when the Alfa Romeo broke down on me. So, you know, <laughs> it's nice to have a car that actually will last. And then at the same time, it really doesn't matter being
0: really the fastest in front of a BMW M4, Right, right. 97R. Just having that amazing driving experience without the stress of, you know, the high maintenance. Right. You know, the, right. Pretty much, they can, you know, you kind of crazy. Yeah, there's there's videos of S two thousand on YouTube on the Nuremberg, and they they can hold their own against a lot of cars outside of their oh, own class. I all yeah, them. I, I mean,
1: I've seen them M mm-hmm. fours pretty much, mm-hmm. and then any other type of car. If you're if you're a great driver, you can probably you know keep up with it. I've I, I think it, even in Malibu, you know, if it's the wrong driver, I think it was the GT3 couldn't keep up with me oh, really? on those large, Virginia
0: canyon roads. Wow, ah, wow, that's pretty. That's <laughs> pretty amazing. And then for all the listeners that are listening that don't know what the Nuremberg is, it's uh, basically, you know, Tansy, you can you can chime in too. It's a it's a track in Germany that's like world famous, right? It's it's how long is it? Like a, a few miles? Well, it's
1: more than that. It's I think one of the longest track to, and it's open to the public so you yeah, can go right. I think yeah, between usually 5
0: and 7pm uh-huh. most of the days during the week you can go pretty much go for about $30 you can go on the track right?
1: On a, you know I think it's about
0: 16.6 kilometers in that range oh that's pretty so, yeah, that's pretty pretty yeah. long yeah pretty far
1: and you yeah. know maybe like
0: 12-13 miles and yeah. one lap actually at the Nürburgring is pretty much
1: I mean the best thing is like you know meeting you know the pretty much love of your life or having you know sex with a girl <laughs> the first time it's pretty much that good at the, the slap so ideally, you want to start with a pretty
0: good car <laughs> yeah 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 if hopefully i get a chance one day to check out that track i mean i've watched like a so many youtube videos on it in, in the game that i have in my house i mean i've driven on that track a few times but like i guess driving on there in real life in person is just uh, experience Well, that's the totally part, yeah. and the, oh, if it comes down to it, in the end, there's uh-huh. not much runoff. So in the end, I mean, you do actually want to be able to hold your limits on that track. Right, if right. You don't really can just just drift out out in the open. I mean, there's also much faster cars coming to you at all times. Right. I mean, it's a life and death situation every second you're on that track. Yeah, it does feel you like know, that. Yeah. Somebody year now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then i uh, there's a bunch of videos i've seen where people like spin out like i guess some tracks here you spin out you go in the dirt right or in the grass you, you're all right yeah but over there you spin on your car you, you're gonna hit something right pretty much pretty much every yard of track costs you about a thousand dollars that's so crazy if you, if, every yeah. yard if you if you do mess up the side of
1: the track will cost you a thousand dollars yeah and um, you know and, and not really ideal to stop on the side of the track either because it's happened to me too where there's people
0: who have spun out and uh-huh. if you're coming at high speed around the corner you're kind of on track modes right so it's not the same thing as on the road right, right, right. just be having that you still have to have that split second decision making like hey why not avoid that car right now yeah no totally I, I get you it seems like it, it takes a lot of uh, I guess patience and dedication
1: Yeah. happens so often with me you know it's not the same thing of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at that point you really have to have those split second reactions. So really taking easy is key. But at the same time knowing your limits, you know, and the balance of the S two thousand is amazing. And I actually come more from a BFW background. Right. And I do a little bit of driftability of it. Uh But it's and the balance is pretty much what, what it's about, right? Yeah, yeah. How, how do you feel? Yeah, because like now that you mentioned you've driven a lot of BMWs, and compared to the S2000, like, I mean, they're really different cars, right? Very different, like, characteristics, the nature of it. What 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 do you yeah. feel is, is, you know, like, compared... I mean, to be honest, yeah. like, I jump back and forth between, at, at mm-hmm. the moment, between, mm-hmm. you know, my life's M Sport 3 mm-hmm. performance, you know
1: tuned up the 2.0 row well, about the same horsepower than S2000. So if I want to go somewhere fast, actually that's the faster car for me to go, you know, let's do an errand really quick and I just want to yeah. get there and yeah. deal with the freeway bumps. Right. But if I want to be excited to go somewhere, <laughs> and i really go be like square traffic in hunting beach or Costa Mesa, like, you know, 15 lights in a row. Yeah. Then yeah, if I don't have to do that, and I uh, have some mountain roads to go to, it's just basically the only thing I've been doing in the s is targeting the
0: mountain roads you know i haven't gone up to the two yet you know but that's the the next target great great yeah i gotta check it out one of these days too um but also i mean like we we both know that you know you you love cars and you love driving them and you have a passion for them but i'm more curious of about your like you know in your younger days you know when you're a kid like what inspired you to like cars and and how did you get such a, or, like, develop such a deep passion for this kind of thing and this kind of hobby? Well, I think it's obviously inspired by my father, and then I think my first sport was auto, which is in Germany car. Oh, okay. So you know, to me, it's always,
1: like, um, I think I had a chance to, like, pretty much ride with my dad as a kid on his lap, you know, on the, on the hill, getting close to the house, you know, at oh. a younger age than I was legally allowed to. <laughs> got the feeling of driving with the steering wheel and stuff and that was
0: like, Wow, this is really fun and amazing and he made it fun too. So I think he made that experience fun. Right, when right. He used to love cars, he had sports cars before he actually ended up crashing them all and getting a you know, sensible family car when I grew <laughs> up. So I never really had a great car in the family when I was young. Oh, right, so, right, you right. Know, much, I had to get my own eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What What was your first car? Do you remember what that was back in Germany? Oh, well, it was. Um, I think the, the first car was a Mazda. Oh wow! Rich, like something three in Hawaii, like a four hundred dollar junk car, clutch was <laughs> on the edge, pretty much already blown when I got it. It lasted about two weeks, <laughs> and it was pretty much hilarious and torture. <laughs> to in the car with the clutches breaking already, you know. So oh yeah. Work. Think on Maui Like trying to get up a hill And have five cars behind me At least Oh man That's, that's <laughs> nerve-wracking First year So you know I mean the angstness Of a shit car Is like I always wanted a better car You know Right 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 <laughs> It's kind of funny How when we're younger We always want like a nice car But then we just have to drive With whatever The family like provides to us You know what I mean And then later on it's, You know when we have our job And we make our own money Then we can just And like We can buy whatever we want You know it's, so it's <laughs> yeah, I never it's, got spoiled with cars though leave me behind parents' car, uh-huh. and that car was just because I was in Hawaii to my mother, like, we'll just get a cheap-ass car, and yeah. that'll, that'll be fine,
1: I've obviously, it didn't last very long,
0: you know, right, <laughs> did you, um, did you ever get into the, uh, I, I don't know how it is over there in, uh, when you were younger, but over here, if you want to get your license, you have to, like, take a test and take a written test, um, w- were you nervous at all When you took your driver's test For the first time You know, back in the day Do you remember how, how that was like? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course And I did
1: take it in uh, the Bay Area Oh, yeah uh, how, County, as far as I know Yeah And, you know, parking on the hill With the corner deal Yeah, of course I was nervous
0: I mean, there's no way around it It's a stressful experience Yeah uh, Did you pass so the first I, time? I mean, I did love taking the driver's ed I remember I took uh-huh. that in high school And I have a really special memory about some really hard girl in that class in front of me. And it was like, that was like the best driver's ed ever. But other than that, like actually the, the class, the test was pretty stressful. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, to be honest, I actually uh, failed the first yeah. uh, driving test. I actually hit a curb when I was parking. And oh uh, it was like instant fail. So next time around, I didn't hit any curb. But yeah, it is kind of nervous, you know, having somebody like, like kind of critique your driving and then, you know, put you on the spot, everything you do has got to be perfect, you know. Because you, we all know when we're driving out on the street, we don't really do all those things like we do in the test, right? I mean, we're more yeah. laid back and chill, but uh, well, I get keep <laughs> every time I park her car because I think it's her car, especially. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, there's always something wrong with the angle. Or something <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm failing that driving test every time I park. Oh, man, yeah, but hey, at, at least it's uh, you can, you can. You can make up for that in the you know the next day or like l- later on. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's uh, yeah. If just for all the listeners, I mean, like a lot of my people that are listening to the show, they don't, they're not really into cars because a lot of them live overseas and you know in certain countries it's more compact and more crowded. So owning a car is actually very, um, it's not really convenient. You know, it's taking the tr- the Amtrak or taking like the subway is more convenient. I- is that like that in-, in Germany too, or do people actually own cars over there? Well, actually, when I
1: was living in Germany last time, uh, I think the last time
0: was in Berlin for a yeah. year, uh-huh. and that was 99 to 2000. And at that point, uh, I wasn't even thinking about having a car. It's very expensive in Europe to have a car. Oh wow! And mm. Also, pretty much if you're doing a driving test from scratch, it's no no joke. I mean, you're spending up to like three grand. Wow.
1: And yeah, and then at the same time, you, you, people fail it over and over. And as well. I mean, obviously, it's not obviously, but it's a lot
0: harder. <laughs> right, right. No, I bet <laughs> so it. I, I, I totally believe it. it. Yeah. Public transportation is like you wouldn't even really want a car. If you're doing it for driving pleasure. I would probably have a car parked outside of
1: the city like I would have in New York. Right, in right. Have a car outside and then take it for some fun drives. But like in New York or in Berlin or in pretty much Paris or in London. Uh, it's probably like a bad idea to have a car. I mean, L.A. is just set for cars. That's unfortunate. The public transport here feels like you're
0: going to jail. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's very true. And for you guys that don't know what L.A. or Los Angeles' public transportation is like, take it once and uh, you'll know exactly what is talking about. It's crowded and it's, it's like homeless people. <laughs> it just like feels kind of like ghetto a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, you know, what, what it is, what it is. Yep. I, mean, I don't really like strip malls and the whole like driving
1: cars. Taking, I love when the roads actually you know, get taken over by the people and turned into, you know, you, when they have like the the closeouts in the parks and stuff. I mean, it's nice yeah. to sometimes have a front street, main street without
0: cars. I mean, the pain of that is expect like to get somewhere. Yeah, that's but, true. I mean, it, it is nice when the roads are closed once in a while, but, you know, once you get into the station they will all be open Right, right, right. Uh, have you heard of this sh- uh, this show called on YouTube? It's called the Mighty Carmonts. Have you ever heard-, heard of those guys? They're like two guys from Australia. They do a lot of stuff. You ever heard of them? Uh, Mighty Carmonts. Uh, I've seen their Yeah. Before like, the name right now doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, but anyway, they're a really big car channel. And uh, they did a series in uh, in actually Berlin actually, and uh, they were driving around, and then they got pulled over um is it true that police actually like pull people over pretty frequently just random stops like check up on you your car and stuff like that well that would be more in the city oh in the city that's that's the case so basically in the cities is
1: a lot more of that even if you're bicycling by the way it happens quite a bit you get stopped quite a bit for bicycling too and you'd be surprised i mean that kind of gets enforced quite a bit um I personally haven't been stopped by any police in Germany on the Autobots, yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got it, got it, got it. Well, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just for all the people listening on the show right now, um, basically, you know, I'm talking to Tanzen, he uh, purchased my 2003 Honda S2000. Uh, I mean, I I couldn't ask for, you know, a, a more better buyer, you know, like, You know, not only is Hanson really, you know, has a good passion for the car, but he also uh, drives the car, which I didn't drive it much. And I think you probably know the limits a lot better than I do in that car. So I think that, um, you know, if you guys are going to sell a car out there, make sure you find the right buyer. That's also important. (laughs) Equally important as finding the right seller as well. Um, I learned about three weeks after purchasing it and um Pretty much spinning it out on the Glendora Mountain. Oh car. right, right. That was a close call, right? Like once you lose grip and the tires were not that fresh anymore on the back. Yeah. And it kind of spins out like a Porsche, you know, and
1: it and it doesn't quite drift as much as a BMW. So I learned my lesson. I had to recompere,
0: just the <laughs> upper yeah, it, yeah. And some tires on the back. Mm-hmm. And then I just knew it's pretty much all about grip, that car. As I said, if you're on a grippy mountain road, mm-hmm. and good luck trying to keep up with the S2000, really. Yeah, have you have you had a lot of cars on the mountain roads, and you kind of you you caught up to them, or they they had a hard time I- keeping up with you, right? It was pretty, pretty much just because I was looking for parking <laughs> and then something goes like there I was like, Oh no, no no, I'm not gonna go for it right now, Hold I'm just parking here <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the hell is this guy going so slow? Yeah, corvette
1: I, I try and yeah. avoid going fast with cars at the same time in the canyon. To me it's really just about finding the gaps.
0: Yeah, between yeah, yeah, cars and the traffic and having my own fun on the mountain roads. I mean this isn't really a track. And even on the track, you don't want to have a car too close to you for too long. Exactly, yeah, it's kind of risky. hate that, and then I'm like, get out, moving, and keep moving, because it's dangerous being, you know,
1: on the same curve at the same time. So to me, it's really just about my own driving pleasure and never really about street racing or mountain road racing. But it does occur, of course, that one time with the Porsche once in a while. It's just <laughs> good to be, to, you know, hold back, have a little bit of fun. I'm right. not saying I'm, I don't right. do that, but in general, it's really just about feeling the curves and then having that fun with revving the car and I mean that's the driving pleasure right there not really beating somebody up mm, but, um, right
0: right I agree and, you know mm. I do have to say it's been annoying lately on the freeways driving my car once in a while everybody wants to freaking race me really I am mean, really oh. sorry
1: like I mean yeah. uh, uh, most of the time you know on the freeway
0: it's just not worth it I mean who wants to go 120 and suddenly I'm uh, CHP behind you oh yeah so if fun. you that's like the worst. Like yeah, you yeah, you don't want to get pulled over for a speeding ticket going over 100. It's like a it's a it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. <laughs> so to go faster, but you know it's like yeah. I, what I don't like is when people go faster and then they get in front of you and start breaking. Oh man. Of you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do bit for that. But in general, it's just about keeping your space, keeping your distance and having fun. I mean, it's nice to have open roads, but Right. Man, that's just need to have more respect of that space and they don't really know how to handle that speed. Right, right. And before when I was actually looking okay. for an NS2000, this is actually my second one. Um it takes a lot of discipline to drive an NS2000 at its limits and do you feel that way too? Like you have to be really like on your senses, right? Like it's so responsive to any feedback that you oh, definitely. yeah, it's mm. very sharp snappy and actually I did have
1: a CHP pull me over a couple months ago. Or oh more
0: wow. More. And, you know, one of those situations and he was saying that I was driving it really aggressively sharp when I was turning it. Oh, but right. you know, the steering is pretty sharp. So when I'm trying to go into the other lane, it's just normal that it looks sharp because guess what? It is a sports car that's sharply R- tuned, and, Right. <laughs> and I wasn't
1: even trying to go aggressive, you know. <laughs> and just the way in the end I beat the ticket everyone, so ha ha ha, you know. First he was trying to get me with a reckless driving in the end, um, uh, it ended up being, being thrown out of court
0: so oh interesting you actually did you you actually try to fight it <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I
1: ticketscom i mean this is not that but that's what i used it pretty much helped me out on this in this case paid them a hundred bucks
0: and they got rid of a uh, pretty much five six seven hundred dollar ticket that's amazing that's something that I should uh, you know keep, keep in the back of my I, mind just in case'll <laughs> oh, pay you know, sometimes it's just good to keep
1: in mind maybe not and use your legal rights to pretty much um explain the situation and then case of i think oops, the dash cam he had on not even radar and just mm. had some hot hair air to tell me even did a, i think a DUI test, and said asked me if i smoked before i didn't do any of that <laughs> that's crazy I mean, yeah pretty much um nice to get away with it not actually have really done anything bad i mean Obviously, it's easy right now to go eighty in
0: the fast. You know, that's great. Yeah, because I think cops these days, you know, they're just looking for any reason to pull people over. You know, they they the, the city needs money, so <laughs> exactly. Uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad that we got a chance to catch up today, and I'm glad you are doing well. I'm glad the car is doing well. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, and I'm th- thank you thankful for all the listeners that are tuning in and listening to Tansen. You know, we we have a pretty unique story of how we connected but I guess you know cars Cars bring people together you know and it happens that you know uh, everything came up at the same time and it all worked out so I'm glad and uh, and uh, I'm glad that you're you know hopefully you're doing well in yep. this time <laughs> also Yeah, like really good food remember it's not like we just go yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to eat at some there. seafood yeah. restaurant right yeah. it was in Orange it's County like we're at the
1: restaurant enjoying amazing food so uh, yeah. you know it's just like oh yeah let's, let's sit on our cars
0: the whole time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, you got to come over and play some uh, Gran Turismo 4 uh, Whenever all <laughs> this things all over over I think, um, you know uh,
1: we're, we're pretty much only just a couple of weeks away From pretty much normal so Yeah, just be patient Everybody has to just be really respectful And honest about like if, Are they healthy or are they not I mean, the good thing is I do think the climate and the loss of the sun And UV that we get in Orange County in California right, Does right. help, you know
0: Right, no, totally but you know, uh, hmm. lots of love to the people
1: out there who are, you know, and you know, affected by this. I mean, it's been really financially a little bit there, uh, you know, something we've had to deal with. So, you know, it's good to have something like a car to get out on the weekend sometimes, to release the stress, don't piss off wifey too much but <laughs> too fast.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you're you're totally right. You know, just something to fall back on and, and it's a good time for us car guys to just, you know, drive around or work in your car, go in the garage, do something, and just be safe, keep the social distancing, and, and just have fun at the same time, you know?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, your RSX project is really impressive.
0: That interior on that RSX is really oh, yeah. impressive. The that video? Pictures. I took the yeah, whole, t- yeah. yeah, that took me like at least three weeks to finish. I mean, I thought, to be honest, I thought that... During at that time that you know the whole virus thing was gonna take three weeks and everybody was was gonna go back to normal. That's why yeah. I I did it really quick and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is not happening anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had more time. I know I should have taken my time. You know I kind of like was trying to work as fast as I could. <laughs> well now you know, you know now you have time to perfect it and the good thing is you do have a garage. Oh so right that's right a right.
1: To have. I yeah. We have a carport. Right. You know. Yeah, but uh,
0: yeah, yeah. When I finish that car, you know, I have some plans for it, but uh, I'm just, I'm taking my time, going really slow, I'm not trying to like just mod everything at once. So I'm trying to enjoy it more, and uh, <laughs> but definitely once I'm done, and I'll, I'll you know we, we hit up the canyon. I've never been in the road that you've been at, so I want to curious to check well, that, it out. That one is, it's of course a little bit of a pain
1: to get to from uh, LA, LA. I mean. It's, it's, but nowadays, also that's one thing
0: that's good. I mean, there isn't really too much traffic going on. Right, right. It's, it's pretty easy to get around. Right, 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 right. But um, but yeah, Tansen. Uh, sounds like you you have a lot more energy now. But uh, I don't want to keep you too long, cause you know I think you should probably get some rest. Um. Yeah, I just have a crazy, crazy busy day. Here. Yeah, but I should be thankful mm-hmm. of it, but sometimes it's still a pain. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but, yeah, hey, hey, man, thanks so much for, you know, c- letting me call you today. And we'll definitely, once this whole thing calms down, we'll uh, make some time and we'll, we'll catch up. And, and uh, you know, hopefully hopefully this year. I don't want to wait till next year. But if we have to, then so be it, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, stay safe, drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Hansen. Well, hey, thank you so much again. And I hope you are well. Hope the wife is well and take care of the car, you know, and uh, keep the legacy of the S2000 alive. All right, I'll catch you, catch you in in a bit. All right, have a good night. Okay, right.